Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Mondays and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how it all works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. And then they tell a friend, a sister, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, and that's how it goes along. We don't got billboards. We don't got commercials. Just you. Word of mouth, baby. That's how it all works. So keep on telling a friend. Thank you for telling a friend. Tag them. I'm putting up stuff on Instagram. Tag a bitch. Do it. Let's get it into it. I'm also Patreon. Three additional episodes of a podcast a week. Uh, And they're different. They're not just like this one. Three podcasts a week for $5 a month. That's what they call a deal. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can get some moments of getting your brain on the shelf. That's what we do here. Put your brain on the shelf. Let's talk about the stupid things in life. That's what it's all about. Very excited. Oh, also, live shows, live shows, live shows. Uh, Go, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Going to be Hasbrook's Heights, uh, New Jersey. Atlantic City, that's coming up. New uh, Long Island. We were in Portland. We've done it. We're, we're, We're trying out here. So, Corn Distance, Corn Squad, get them together. Very excited about today's guest. I'm a fan. She's the head of production for The Ringer. She's got a podcast called Bachelor Party as well as The Ringer Dish. Juliette Lippman, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. How I've, are you today? I have a lot of questions based on your intro for you. Please. What's it like doing quarantine shows? So the shows have been COVID shows, not quarantine, the COVID quarantine. Yeah, the COVID shows have been fun. I think a lot of people, again, we take precautions. There's like half capacity, 25 percent mm-hmm. capacity. The country, I've said it a few times on this podcast, is very much like Europe now. Every state has its own right. vibe and has its own rules and you know, I, I, I tend to think the Uber drivers in every town kind of let you know what that vibe is. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you feel less pressure to have good jokes with fewer people or more pressure because there's inherently fewer laughs? I feel more pressure. I don't feel fewer laughs because I, I listen. You black out up there? Just don't pay I attention? black out. I don't listen to them at all. None of this is call and response <laughs> at all. None of it. No. Well, I, the, some of this in the beginning, like when we were doing shows in backyards and on street corners and that this is kind of like going back to, from mm-hmm. which I came. Mm-hmm. So like I'm so used to. Quaint. Yeah, I'm used to a bad, like I've been started doing open mics and I would do any show anywhere. I'd be doing shows in bars for three people. So I'm like, this is just what the situation is. You just have to adjust your levels of like, okay, this was outside. This was good. I felt the vibe as good and bad and good are just different than they used to be. Sure. Okay. So I I think that's a part of it. But also, you know, people are, I, I do feel pressure for the, for the show. I always feel pressure for the show to be a show. Because I am not, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. So there, there, and to a lot of people, there's no such thing as a middle class comedian. So uh-huh. I, I, it's either famous and I know them, or they are not funny. What are you bringing me to? So I know a lot of people are taking their friends out for their first time. They're getting out of the house maybe for the first time. So the pressure on me is, I don't want anyone to come out for a show that they're not sure if they should be out the social ramifications. So I'm there to sing, dance and dust. So gotcha. I, okay. I, and, but I do have COVID related material. I'm not a political comedian, but everything is in the world of COVID. So it has to be addressed. It has to be talked about. I have my own things to say about it. And generally the response I've gotten has been very thankful where it's like, man, we were seated, we were seated down we were at a table with people we were comfortable with. We were socially distanced. We were at something that we haven't been able to do in a long time. So it's been actually genuinely felt good. Okay. Are you cool. leaving? Well, I know you're in New York as well. You're in Brooklyn. Correct. With things closed up here. It's like, it is tough to understand. Like I, I leaving New York, you get a vibe. You're like, you know, I go to Raleigh and I'm like, man, they're out. And here it's a little different. How has your experience been? What's going on with you? Um, I've almost entirely been in Brooklyn. I yeah. have been on Cape Cod as well. Love the Cape. Me too. Love it. And I was in Los Angeles for a short period of time as well. So I haven't really been like out and about, but like I, um, 
am like really uncool. So the things that I like to do in New York are still readily available, like go for log walks and like go to parks. And like, I was really excited that a new grocery store opened a few blocks away and I got to be one of the first customers. So is it Wegmans? No, it's just a, <laughs> just a food town. Okay. Um, but I just like... <laughs> Not even the cool one. <laughs> no, I told you I'm really uncool. I don't even like cool grocery stores. So, you know, I'm I'm doing it big. I, I'm pretty happy. It's like, it's all good. And then Cape Cod is like really nice. Just go over a walk on the beach. Go get sure. some seafood or whatever. Well, that's kind of like then the, the idea, like everyone like leaving the city, going to their, you know, whatever beach or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, family property they have. That's been kind of like the, the part where you go, OK, you know, like we're all in this together. It's like, yeah, let me in your pool with you. You know, like I <laughs> <laughs> like I want to we're not in this together. But yeah, I, totally. I, I I've done that where I've like, let me get out. You know, there's an urge for me to do a road trip during this for mm. whatever reason. This summer, my girlfriend and I were like. Let's get in the car. Let's just. And the minute we got in a car, it felt good. Like just to yeah. be going somewhere. I think. Yeah, that I was drive good. around a lot. Like a lot. I'm just like, cool. I'm gonna drive to Target, or I'm gonna just <laughs> drive to the beach for like 40 minutes and then come back. But living in LA, that's like a really normal thing to do. Live sure. like, just like go to the beach for 40 minutes and then leave. So I don't know. It just. It's. I. I've been, I think I've been thriving in COVID. I'm gonna be honest. Well, I, I got to say, there are people that are like, man, this is how I was living before. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know, like calling it quarantine. I guess we'll call it that. You know, like I do understand that. Like, and also sometimes it's like the the strange thing is, has been it's uh, COVID and quarantine and kind of the, the setup of things has been kind of a relief for a lot of people. Where it's like, oh, the, the, the FOMO is gone. The idea that like, I should be doing blank is alleviated a little bit, right? I feel that way more intensely because it's like, yeah. because when people are like hanging out together on Instagram, you're like, well, why wasn't I invited? Or like, how did sure. they make that happen or whatever? <laughs> I think it's way more FOMO actually, because you don't, oh, really have, okay. you don't really have the option to like opt out of plans where like, if you opt out, you're like, whatever, I don't need this. But then if you see that people have plans and you weren't invited, you know, it's really hard for them to make plans. So they put a lot of effort into it. And you're just sure. like, what the fuck? Why didn't, where was my invite? How so. did I get left out of the corn squad? You know, like, yes. uh, there, there, I, I understand that. I, I guess there's the idea of like, who are the nine people that can come over tonight? And it's like, yes. oh shit. Yeah. I've heard in general, there's a, of, of all ages and levels of life, there's a lot of drama over like who is and is not in your pod. Like who are the mm. people that you're seeing? Who have you cut out? Who's not trustworthy? All this kind of it, stuff. It's the MySpace top 10 all over again. We're brought <laughs> back from which we came, you know? I joined MySpace in 2006 so that I could um, friend uh, people who appeared on the television show Survivor. And that was <laughs> that was the extent of my, my MySpace activity. But I was excited. Just you and Boston Rob. Just, uh, he wasn't on that season. It was, no. um, it was when Yule Kwan won. It was, it was okay. really good. It was Cook Islands. It was a good season. I, I I felt so you have a love of reality TV that yeah I I have as well I I what what's kind of your first reality TV show that you were like into Road Rules is it Road Rules just in Northern Trail that was my favorite that was like my entree into like wow this is crack I love this shit so what about it do you think it is for you Whew. well. I think there's two different pieces of reality TV. One is it's like total fantasy, like with the bachelor and bachelorette. Like I think mm. a lot of women who watch were like, well, if I were on this show, here's what I would do. And how like, would I play it? Yeah, exactly. What, you know, all this stuff. And I think with Claire in particular, she's a funny bachelorette for many reasons. Um, or she was, but like, Claire just says so many things that, that women think, but like would never say, but like mm. Claire just says them. Like I, I'm still dying over when the guy, she, she had him leave because he didn't Google her. She's like, so what do you know about me? And he didn't, he didn't know anything. <laughs> and that, she just, that was like my favorite Claire moment. Cause it was just the kind of thing. Like everyone does that, right? Like everyone Googles each other, shocks sure. the shit out of each other. And she just like expects it. Like that's like her baseline. And this guy, first of all, didn't do it. And then second of all, like didn't even, didn't even want to pretend that he did. That was really funny. Um, it was an interesting moment because I, I kind of, there's a piece of me, like I love, I love the idea of Claire as the lead of The Bachelorette, but there's things that Claire does as far as some of the, I do think that a lot of these Bachelor contestants, Bachelorette, like the people that, they are 
very much in the follower economy of things. So yeah. like they are very hell bent on how did I get here? I'm going to keep riding the horse that got me here. And I think Claire's moment, the Juan Pablo moment, got her an element of street cred that like that again, what women wish they could say or wish they had said the thing you say in the mirror after an argument happens. And she said that. So like, I think she's gotten, it seems to me that she's gotten thousands of DMS over the years of like, you are my spirit animal. And now (laughs) she's letting that spirit animal fly. And there's moments where it's like, it works. And then there's moments where it kind of doesn't work for me. I, I, and I think like, Again, like with this, with her, what you said about the audience is so true. Like, how would I play it? Like, I'm a fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, but I'm a fan of the audience as well. Mm -hmm. Like how they react to things. The audience is his own character to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, like you watch that, like, um, like the Peter's mom thing was so interesting. Barb, yeah. People, and people hate Barb, but I'm like, yeah, but Barb exists to me. Like Barb, 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 Barb is real. <laughs> Barb is a real, Barb is a real character of a person. Like, like that's a Jewish mom with two sons. Like, sure. you know sure. what I mean? Like, I understand that overprotective. Oh, that woman disagreed with our values. That is my teaching on my son. <laughs> now I hate, you know, like I, and then when I saw the, like, this is inside back. If there are people that listen to the show, Barbara is the, mom to peter yeah and bachelor former bachelor and she didn't like you could tell she had picked a favorite in this whole thing at the end and then made it clear that she had doesn't like maddie loves hannah um but then you saw the dad in the crowd reacting all this and you could tell that was a dad that like knows this happens all the time yeah he was just like let's just keep it moving this will pass i've (laughs) seen the show before (laughs) yeah and so I, i with claire like there is a uh, like I, I kind of felt like. Did you think people were on board with Claire from minute one? No, definitely not. People hate Claire. Yeah, um, and I don't hate Claire. I just kind of like thought she was funny. The thing, the thing that I've been thinking a lot about, and I, I don't quite remember. Life on the internet, time collapses. But so Claire was on the show, I think, in 2013, and yeah. she when she was on Juan Pablo season. I don't think slut shaming was like a common term then, but no, maybe not. Yeah. If it was, Claire would have, everyone would have been like, how dare he slut shame her? And I think it would have yeah. been a really different narrative for Claire had she come along a little bit later. Um, sure. So, well, I think that, well, they, I think that's the case also. She, I, I wrote that before the season, like in the preview, like I wrote a preview for the season. I was, I was basically saying like, she missed, like, it, it's almost like she was like pre Me Too movement. She could have been the mascot for it, like a, a certain version of it. Like, sure. What does Me Too have to do with it? Well, I think like the idea of like women supporting other women, the, the idea of like labeling someone as like a slut shamer, like she would have yeah. had more of a support system, like an audience, like like her social media following would have been more powerful as far as why they were there for her. Yes, that's true. I mean, I think I think there's a lot of um, sexual equity problems with the bachelor and the bachelorette and like me too is a lot a lot about power you know and like who has power and very specifically in the workplace i think with claire it just there would have been a very different response to like her just kind of like speaking her mind and now because she's been painted as old it seems like an old woman thing to do and like old 39 you know instead of instead of like empowered or whatever so it's just it's been it's been fascinating i'm curious to see how the rest of the season with taisha goes like yeah it's just been it's been a a ride but i will say like you know that was like one strand of reality tv fandom is like imagining yourself in it another piece of it is like watching these closed systems and that's why road rules and real world is so good is because and and still a lot of shows now like love island big brother all Mm. of them these people who are were inclined to go on TV in the first place. So they have like an exhibitionist streak in them, depending sure. on how big it is, are then subjected to like isolation and, um, and just kind of like everything feels so intense. And I think that like, um, I get made fun of a lot of this, but I bring up summer camp a lot of my podcast. I think if you ever had like an experience where like everything feels so heightened in a really condensed period of time in a, in a fixed system, you like just like gravitate towards it. And I really think that a lot of my love of reality TV is because it's like watching camp. So without, without, yeah, uh, I, 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 as a summer camp, uh, as a former summer camp person myself, and as someone who's worked at a summer camp, 
Um, I totally understand that completely. Like at the, the storylines only exist yeah. in that world. Yeah. And you either get it or you don't. And yeah. it's like, you, and it, it is very, very TV. similar. Yeah. Like on TV, it's like an awesome escape. And I, I just like always, I've always just thought like being on a reality show seemed like super fun until not, but I don't know. Did you watch road rules? I would get in and out. Like I, again, I'm like a taster with a lot mm-hmm. of these things. Like sometimes I'm trying to think of like, like, Real world, I got into certain seasons, like the Vegas season I was in. Wow, I can't. Which Vegas one? The first one with Alton. The first Berlin? one, iconic. Yeah. That's that's like ab- the one. Abs- yeah, it's it's a turning point in the history of, of the genre. Yeah, like when that. Uh, but then I came. I think around college, I like fell out of it because like college and sure college. You don't doing, watch TV. You, you watch don't sports. Watch TV. And that's it. Sports and getting drunk and you're your own yeah. TV show. And then college I've gotten- is the time for daytime TV. Oh yeah. Well, I let, like <laughs> college is like when I'm like literally like you know Will Bond and Tony Kornheiser are my my parents. You know, like of course, yeah. you know, like I'm going to them. <laughs> News of the day. There's some yeah. ticker on the side. <laughs> exactly. Like I get my taste. I get a half hour of normalcy where I don't feel like I'm a jerk for drinking all week, and then it's like okay, now we're back to it. But I that's the road rules. I guess I don't have memorable things with it. I guess I have like. When Road Rules Real World became a competition, mm-hmm. that's kind of where, like, when CT is on Road Rules. Sure, sure, so the challenge, yes. Yeah. Great stuff. But He's a legend. I do, I do like what you said about Claire being the older Bachelorette. I don't know if that made her more, because I've been thinking a lot about that, Like, I, and I've been hearing the response from people. People do not like her being considered old or older, it feels like. And I... I get that, but I and also like for the show, they've used to have 23, 23 yeah. year old women. So in the context of the show, it makes sense. But on, it feels like that kind of like made it made it more real for people. Did you ever get that? Yeah, I think I think that just making it her age such a talking point is like just off putting. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like negative for the show and for her. I don't know. I I found it weird. Um, and also because she had like a fight over it. I don't know. It just was like, a, it's just like, what are we supposed to do with it? It's like a fact. I know. Claire's, Claire's 39. It's not interesting. There's nothing to analyze. Just like she's, and then if you do try to analyze it, it's just like kind of becomes mean spirited and I'm certainly sure. mean, but it's just like, it's not, it's just not interesting. Someone's age is not inherently interesting. Yeah. I, I, I almost wanted like the bachelorette to be older, but with like, a, like a divorce in their past or like kids. Like, I don't know how that would like make the show more different or more like, it's almost like they did the age thing to me. Like I, I agree. It's like, doesn't get become interesting, but it's also like, it can't just be that it's gotta be like yeah. lived life. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have that feeling that that's and, and I hear what you're saying. Cause I get that feedback where it's like, it feels like it made it just not fun for some people watching. Sure. Yeah. I, I think, I think Claire's just really divisive. I, I enjoyed the, the Claire, the Claire days and I'm happy they're over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy you're on the show. This is exciting for me. Thanks. I'm a fan of the, me. I'm the fan of the ringer and the ringer universe. And you were at Grantland before I'm a fan yes. of the Bill Simmons universe. So I, uh, this is a very exciting for me to have you on. So I, I really do appreciate it. And sure. I want everyone to go follow Juliet and the things she does. Uh, bachelor party podcast that comes out directly after the show and on Thursdays. And then she also has ringer dish on Tuesdays. Hell which yeah. is just about celebrity pop culture stuff. So that's, that's in the wheelhouse of this show, the wheelhouse of taking your brain, putting it on the shelf, enjoying something that's a little different, a little lighthearted, a little light spirited. And let's get to the emails. You ready? I'm so ready. Born let's ready. Let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at I, gmail.com. I like how you say that. Like you're on a radio show. Like someone's perhaps just tuning in. Like well, they, listen, like I, they don't I, know I, what they're listening to. <laughs> As a as a podcast listener myself, I understand that these are bookmarked shows. So I I I have put a bookmark into a podcast I'm listening to to come back to. So to me, these are moments to go. Oh, the emails are starting. Pause. I, pause. I'll have lunch or I'll go do to my <laughs> meeting. Like and also, I do believe like my. <laughs> My my life in the podcast universe is to be energy and fun. All right, let's turn it up. And, I'm ready. And let's turn it up. And I like there's already the sipping coffee podcast where I learn about someone's life. We 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 let's let's scream and yell about dating for a minute. All right. <laughs> um, I'm ready. Meeting the parents and going to Hooters with them. Mm. Jared Feather Feather, I'll get right to it. 
Last weekend, I went to visit my boyfriend of 18 months out of town and got to hang out with his dad for the second time and met his stepmom. Everything was great, but the only weird thing that happened was that they took me to Hooters to watch the Dodger game and other football games. What is your take on this move? For the record, my boyfriend wasn't the one who suggested it, and his parents were joking about going there or Buffalo Wild Wings. My boyfriend and his dad weren't ogling the girl over the girls, and I feel confident about my looks slash relationship. Overall, it was a good time, but wanted to ask what does it mean if his parents wanted to take me there? Does it make me a bad person that I think it's a little sleazy? Side note, we had gone to other nice restaurants and went to Top Golf, so this was just a one-off excursion. Best regards. So what do you think, <laughs> Juliette Lippman? It's I, interesting. I first like that they it was signed best regards. It's very courteous. <laughs> we have very nice listeners. They're a good group of people. I have more questions than answers on this. Okay. I, need, I need to know what the other options were outside of Hooters and BW3. Like, are <laughs> there any other sports bars in like a 30-mile radius? Because if the answer is yes, then I'm a little concerned. I, I don't like wings. So okay. I can't I can't really weigh in, but I have heard the wings at Hooters are very good. Sure, and so if, sure. if they're choosing between Buffalo Wild Wings and Hooters, it might have been a real culinary decision. Yeah, I, I the wings do come into play in this email. <laughs> yeah. As much as as much as that seems like it's a ridiculous thing. No, it's real. It's real because being a choice between two wing spots yes. other than the attire of the waitstaff at Hooters and that it is Hooters, like I to me, this is like what, and I, so again, we're going to do like this. Here's what the thing I hear in the email the most is yeah. the thing I hear in the email the most is I went to visit to go hang out with his dad for the second time and his stepmom. So who's in control of this dinner situation? The dad. It, the dad. So, and it's like not the stepmom, not to say, I'm saying if it was mom and dad, the mom goes, we're not fucking going there. Like, you know, like there, there, there's an element of like the mom, the stepmom might feel like that's not my son. That's not my, you know, I can understand where she kind of backs off. Let dad take the wheels. And then dad's like, I want wings. Wings means Buffalo Wild Wings or Hooters. There's no other. No wing, other options. <laughs> no other options. I, I, this is like, so like as far as like thought process is concerned, there's a piece of me that goes, Okay, this is ve all of this feels very male to me. The sun is coming. Games are on. We want wings. Two wing places. Like I don't think he looked at her and was like, "Well, she'll she's a Hooters type of chick." Like I I I want to believe in the good in people and the good in this guy <laughs> is that he is right? Doesn't there like like can you see how that well, it's funny. You just said something that I also remarked on in the email, which is it never occurred to me that like this choice would be reflective of your listener, this this lovely, courteous writer in any sure. way. But she was like, well, I'm confident about my look, so that's not an issue. And you said, like, you know, the dad's not trying to imply anything. As a woman, it didn't even occur to me that that would like be a part of the equation that's like sending a message of some kind. Well, I, that kind of feels like her questioning yeah, like, her, like yeah it's like her read on it like should i is this saying something about me and i just want to say to your reader absolutely not this yeah, is all about the dad don't don't take it personal also if you feel that you don't want to spend time with his dad again i don't blame you it's it's weird it's just weird well this is one of those things that i think is emblematic of a lot of trips people are going to be having soon you're going to be going to someone else's house where everything is politicized now so like I I you're like Hooters Hooters is fine that's a funny topic to talk about but this could be anything where you're going to have to go notice it see it okay you have to let your partner know hey that was a little I can't believe we went to Hooters like I think this is something to say to your boyfriend like hey um can we go somewhere else next time <laughs> like I I I I think that's respectful that you like I like that she went she was yes. like Good like guest. go with the flow. You're a good guest. But again, this is like a lesson in class. Like people are going to be bringing significant other home where you might not agree with the dad who is the loud oofy. We have wings. We get hooters like guy. Like I think there is lessons to be taken from this where it's like, hey, um, I think it'd be you should let your boyfriend know that was this, weird. Yes. Agreed. Tell your like, boyfriend so that like 
not like his dad doesn't come between you. Yeah, and, and and it's like, and the boyfriend should respect your feelings on it. Like, I think he, your your boyfriend has to look at you and go, yeah, that's my dad being he he. Now he, you get into like learning about your boyfriend. You get to learn about the family dynamic. Like, this is kind of an entree into how close you're getting with his world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm just curious. I I've not been to Hooters, mm. so. I'll just say like my primary association with it is the film Big Daddy in which sure. <laughs> yeah. in which Leslie Leslie Mann um, plays a character who was once a waitress at Hooters. Yeah. So like that's like what I, I'm just so I'm just like sitting here thinking about Adam Sandler. Like what do you think of with Hooters? Um, one time I went for my parents' anniversary with them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, we're going to Was gonna it your dad's just... choice? <laughs> I think it was like, it was like a funny thing in the moment, but also I think we were like <laughs> out doing something else and it was just there. Uh, but I do remember going. So like, I do remember like the wings are good, but I've also, <laughs> um, they're, they're like the type of buffalo sauce that you know, like, and fried. They're like the type orange, of fried. Very orange. Orange and like the type of fried that you're like. I can't even say I had protein. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's sure. more fried than wing. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say like, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for working there. I no, do begrudge some. There, there is an element of like, I do understand where she was like off put by it. I, of course. I, it's, it's weird. Like, it's, it's weird. A, it's a sexualized restaurant, right? Yes. So yeah. it's just, a, it's like a sexualized experience with your boyfriend's dad. It's super weird. We don't blame sure. you. Just let your boyfriend know how you feel. Letting them know how through it. Totally agree. Letting them know how you feel, I think, is an important thing because it's again, there's going to be people going into family situations where it's like, notice, need to make sure he knows that this is part of my. I'm not like mad about it. I think it's easy easy to get mad. I think it's easy to be like, it's also it's a little difficult to be like, I'm not mad about it. I understand it. I just need you to understand it. Right. 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 J I really like this uh, this reader though. She seems lovely. I wish her the best in this, this relationship. With all of the readers here, with all the listeners here, <laughs> they all have a sense of, hey, I I like anyone that goes, is this weird? Like I like that person. <laughs> yeah. We are sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. Maybe it's getting into your goal genes or having more stamina or just treating yourself better. What if you could use one app for all of that? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers. There's a new app called Noom that will help you develop a healthy lifestyle for years to come. Their whole thing is about learning, not dieting. They want you to build better habits. I will say this. As someone who struggles with weight stuff himself, I've been using the Noom app a lot for the calorie tracker. That is just a piece of the pie of what they're doing. And I, I have to say exactly what they wrote in their copy. A learning not, it's about learning, not dieting. I now know what the calories are. It's not guessing. It's not, you know, now I know. Okay, and I'm more aware. Okay, this piece of chicken is this much. This, If I make it this big, it's going to be that much. If I have, you know, um, I can have as much arugula as I want, and it's, you know, 20 calories, and the volume versus the calories. And this is all important because it's not about changing every single meal. I'm going to be bad. I'm going to figure, I'm going to have meals that I'm not going to like, you know, thinking about two days from then. But I'm going to be more knowledgeable. And I'm going to know awareness of what I'm eating. And on the new map, you can get your ta- get tailored lessons, log the food you eat, and learn a new lifestyle. Noom helps you change your habits, develop a new relationship with food. Noom is based on psychology. I, and that's what I'm talking about. This is all psychology stuff. Understanding what you're putting in your body and the weight of it. The way you think about food is important. Learn through personalized courses how you can replace your old habits with healthier ones. No food is good or bad. Noom teaches you moderation. Noom takes a human approach. There's no judgment. It's all about staying mindful and doing that what you can every day. At Noom, small steps lead to big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash JTrain to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash JTrain train and start losing weight for good j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com 
Here with Juliette Littman, host, host, host of Bachelor Party, Ringer Dish. Go follow, go get involved. The Bachelor Party podcast, a great addition to your Bachelor watching. Go get involved. Okay, so I actually got an update to an email that I mm. sent to you that I'm going to send it to you right now. Is that okay? Wonderful. I love a real-time news break. Literally just came in, and it's screenshots. I love that email with screenshots. It adds to the whole flavor of this thing. We'll post it on the video. I, I think we got to... Uh, did you get the email that I just forwarded you? Not yet. Just open my okay. email, though. I just want to so, know, as I wait for it, I think reading screen, screenshots of text messages is like the most exciting reading material you could get. It's so, so we, such a voyeuristic, wonderful experience. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate that you say that because this is part of kind of what I've been doing for a long time. We do this <laughs> we do this thing on the U Up podcast, my other podcast called The Deal Reveal, where again, I, I agree the word you used is perfect. Voyeuristic is the word. Also, all of us have written similar texts and you don't ha- know how they sound until you hear them out loud. Yeah. So so and I think like when you write LOL to like save yourself and you're not really laughing and you're just showing vulnerability, that is like a new age way of speaking that we're all doing but never really air outside. So it's fun to laugh at a little bit. I like, I totally agree. Also there's so many differences between how people indicate like laughter and humor. Like there's a capital LOL, all caps, LOL, <laughs> just a capital L, lowercase OL, and then all, all small caps, LOL. It's just all very different. Ha with an exclamation point. Yeah. That's my, uh, yeah, I totally understand. But did you get the email that I sent? Uh, yes, I have it. Okay. So X, this is called X has had three rebound relationships in less than two years. Okay. I'm ready. Jared, I was recently dumped back in the beginning of September. He claimed we were breaking up because he felt things weren't the same for us since we went into lockdown in different states back in the beginning of March. Now to the point. I was technically a rebound. I started seeing my ex about a month after he was dumped by a girl who he had dated for 10 months. He had started dating this girl a couple weeks after ending a four-year-long relationship. My ex and I dated for about nine months until he decided to end things with me. No warning. Uh, we had not once discussed the reason he stated for breaking up uh, prior to the breakup. This weekend, I saw on Snapchat that he had posted a video with a girl with the caption saying they were on a second date. That's already a little weird. Like yeah. I, I, to post I'm on second date. I, I, it's to me that says something. But we'll keep going. I was hurt by this because our during a relationship, I don't think he ever posted me on his Snapchat story, and we also broke up about six weeks ago. So my question is, why do people do this? How can how can people jump out of committed relationships and soon after jump into a new one? I deleted him on all social media and blocked his phone number after sending an angry and admittedly childish childish text but i'm still hurting and would like some insight into what the hell is going on through this man's head i've been a listener since 2016 i would love it if you could answer my questions sincerely a very angry and confused ex-girlfriend so here's the update she sent screenshots okay um juliet do we want to talk this out first or do you want to read the do you want to do a uh a a theaterized ver- uh, reading of these texts first whatever you prefer so let's do let's do a reading i'll be the guy you be the woman in this situation does that sound Oof. good yes great okay i always will put myself in the position of of the devil himself so <laughs> let's okay i feel the same it made me sad though it's just so impersonal and superficial have you ever considered just being completely alone not in pursuit of a new relationship or clinging to an old one I think in our relationship, you truly didn't want to be in it. And that might've had something to do with you never being alone. I've definitely considered it and I'm still trying to be alone, but I'm sure you understand that especially now everything feels so lonely. Like, well, let me read that again for how he wrote it. (laughs) I've definitely considered it and I'm still trying, uh, trying to be alone, but I'm sure you understand that especially now everything feels so lonely. Like, I've called my mom every day now, and although I'm glad I can, it's just not the same as talking to someone our age. (laughs) I mean, this guy, he's pulling out all the stops, okay? Friends, from what I can see from our relationship is that you're not willing to make enough time for someone else. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. I've got a lot of thoughts. Well, we have another text here. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Keep it going. 
Have your parents said anything bad about me? That's crazy. Sorry. Carry uh, uh, on. <laughs> How do you mean? And nah, they haven't. I think they were sad, but they applauded our maturity. You acted like it was a burden to spend time with me. You never wanted to do anything fun together. You weren't around enough to listen and support me. Why were they sad? I got you. <laughs> he wrote got you and <laughs> just trying to get through this at this point. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> And I do think you're right. I don't think I don't feel like I can invest that much time in anyone right now. And I'm sorry that negatively affected you. They were sad because we broke up when nothing was uh, glaringly wrong. I think it might have been like that the whole relationship. Okay, so I've got notes. I've did we read it backwards? No, that was in the right order. Um, Let's hear what you have to say, Juliet. What do you think? Are you in a relationship now? You currently I'm not. No, you're I'm not. not. So no. you're out here. You're single. Um, just on these streets. On these streets. So what do you think? What you, what's your perspective? Um, this is a, a dude who will not be alone because he can't be alone and is not interested in being alone. Yeah. And moreover, a hard fact about dating is that guys, it's just like not that complicated. They're either into you or they're not. And mm. when they're not, they just move on. And to her earlier question about how can someone just jump from relationship to relationship, it's because it's not emotional for him. It's just like fill in time. Yeah. And that sucks. But however, I want your listeners to know when you come to terms with this, it makes dating a lot easier. Just yeah. Also got to move on yourself. Yeah. She's right now. She's trying to play like Monday morning quarterback with him and trying to figure this out through him. It's never going to be figured out through him. Because, yeah. I mean, his answer, there's one specific answer that he gives is like, no, they weren't. They were sad, but applauded our maturity. No, 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 no. <laughs> they definitely no, didn't. Yeah, they didn't applaud our maturity. You seem mature, but the way he gets with women isn't mature. Yeah. The, the way he, like, flirts and the way he courts women is via being in a relationship. He is courting you while in the relationship gets you and then releases you on his schedule. This reminds me of someone who I was just completely fixated on. And so I, 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 fe- I feel for this nice woman as well. Mm-hmm. He, this guy um, is also clearly a liar. Like he's just like yeah. making stuff up. Like there's a lot of non-factual information here. And to your point about Snapchatting second date, one might think that's because he's really into this girl. No, that's, it's a, yeah. It means nothing to him. So he's just like, yeah, sure, I'll Snapchat it. What's the difference? She'll be gone gone in a few days. I don't care. Well, that's how he gets women, is yeah. he does relationship things early on, and that's the, that's the emotional game for him, is getting yeah. the woman to be into him enough to be in a relationship. He gets the relationship. He lets it go, and he moves on to the next thing. So he broke up with you probably two weeks to a month before it ended. Like, you know, in his mind. So like the reason he's so like kind of surgical in this text is because, again, like you said, the emotional thing is not there for him. He is over it. He is done with it. The emotional thing for him was getting you. And I I know this all sounds evil and like like plotted, but I think this guy is like working through. And again, the reason people go from relationship to relationship is they're using other people to go through their own shit. Yeah. So they're using someone else to go through their loneliness. They're using someone else to go through, you know, where their own personal stuff. There, it, it's a form of like, like it's almost like you're a part of their therapy, which sucks. Like, totally. I, I, and I, I see why she's sitting here being like, explain to me what happened. I need explanations, but his explanations are all kind of sales jobs. Well, another problem with this dude, he's smart. He's no dummy. So he's no, like, he's no dummy. Yeah. And so he is like feeding answers that like indicate some kind of like emotional depth but it's just performative he doesn't have it just move on girl i know it's hard but don't get hung up on these other girls on snapchat they won't be sticking around you'll know he's really into someone when he does not post about them for a long time yeah because then it becomes like a hard thing to undress at that point he knows that the harder it is done yeah it's uh i'm with you and it listen i feel bad because this happens like this isn't a surprise i think it's very familiar to me very familiar i lost many years of my life to situations like this (laughs) And and it's familiar to see someone come back for answers like and, and it's like you've gone to the liar for more lies. Yeah. Like He can't like, explain it to you. He Also, this person is not like, he's not like, okay, today I'm going to make this girl feel bad because I've decided to. It's like, it's just like a pathological behavior that he can't get out of because he's immature, as you said. Well, also, it's like Ponzi scheme. Uh, <laughs> like, you, you, right? Like, sure. he, he, you only, he's doing, he's, he's, 
again, to back to like, I, I try to give people redemption here on this show because I know he didn't plot this out. No, he did not. I but agree. he's every moment along the way, he's just taking the old money and putting it toward like he's finding new investors and trying to keep the Ponzi scheme alive long enough until it comes crashing down because he's like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. And yeah. I found someone else on Tinder who's willing to go out in a week and I got to end this before I go on that Tinder date. He's busy. He's got a, he got a full dance card. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Juliet Littman. Juliet Littman host of bachelor party ringer dish. Go get involved. Go listen. Let's do another one. We got some oh, time. Yeah. I'd love we got to more. Let's go. Uh, this has been really nice. I'm happy you came on. Thank you. Co- <laughs> I, COVID made my boyfriend dumb. Hmm. I, I don't think it was COVID, but we'll find out. <laughs> dear, dear Jared, feather, feather. I love your podcast, all the laughs you're serving up. You've really helped lighten the mood for me after a long day day at work. I've told all my friends, coworkers to listen to the show, so please keep it up. Here's my issue. I'm extremely upset with my boyfriend for not trying to keep himself safe from coronavirus. We've been dating long distance for about a year and went to go see your show when you came to Dallas. Dope. Uh, this is amazing. Nice. Awesome show. We had a lot of laughs and really loved your city riffs. So his roommate's girlfriend got COVID. So his roommate's girlfriend got COVID and tested positive last Wednesday. She was uh, she was around her boyfriend and my boyfriend and was around him before he went out of town on Wednesday. So my boyfriend finds out Thursday that she tested positive and decides to quarantine. But then the roommate gets back in town and they hang out Friday and watch movies, even though my boyfriend knew his roommate had been exposed by the girlfriend. He also hung it's out. Hard with to his, follow these logistics. I know. It's a, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I feel like we need one of those tack we need boards. A flow with, chart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need like the red string. We got to like find the murderer. Carrie we'll Matheson go, board. We'll, we'll go back through it, but let's go through the email first and then we'll try and figure this. He also hung out with his roommate on Saturday before he went and got, went to get tested. His roommate came back positive and my boyfriend then just automatically assumed he has it. Oh, okay. So this is in line with a lot of, there's a lot of people making rationalizations to make themselves the good guy in this covid world i'm sure you're seeing that a lot of course yeah so i understand how he's coming to these conclusions even though i disagree with the conclusions (laughs) my boyfriend starts feeling cold symptoms on saturday and tells me he's not going to get tested just yet problem is he's supposed to come visit me this friday and we are supposed to go on our four-day road trip on wednesday by the way i work in healthcare and will have to stop working if i get sick i'm upset with him for not staying away from his roommate for 24 hours until they both could get tested his reasoning if that they live in a small apartment and he didn't want to just stay cooped up in his room also he says because they were around each other monday and tuesday that he has a reason to assume that he got infected then do I have a right to be upset with him? I know I can't go back and change anything, but I wish that he would have thought it through and considered the fa- future, such as having to quarantine for 10 days and not being able to come visit. Long distance has been really hard with a five-hour drive between, and I haven't seen him in weeks. Why can't I understand this stupid decision? Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, Dumber's girlfriend. <laughs> so what do, you, <laughs> what do you think, Juliet Littman? Here's my first note, and I don't want to assume too much about this couple, but- sure. I think staying five hours apart if you're both like working from home or if you're mm. largely at home is kind of weird. Like it's kind of the time yeah. to move in together or more move closer to each other, at least part of the time. I don't want to assume too much and I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but that was kind of my first question is like, why yeah. are you guys still five hours apart? And you know, maybe they're essential workers or maybe they have jobs where they have to go to work. Like who, who or maybe they just don't want to well, do that. There's it sounds like reasons, but it sounds like she is an essential worker considering her job in healthcare. Let's right. you know, she's That's in true. healthcare. Good um, point. But, but I agree with your point as far as it, it, and also he might not be working from home because I listen after being in Dallas, that is one of those states uh, in, in Europe. <laughs> different, that rules. different rules. Different rules. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing too many assumptions to this, but I just but, 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 I, that was my I, first question. I think your assumptions are warranted. I think there's like, uh, how, is this couple for real? Like, yeah. does he take this seriously? So like, I'm with you as far as like, if he didn't think of your road trip. Is that kind of, is that emblematic of how he thinks of the relationship? Is this casual 
to him? Is it as, you know, because I agree with you. In the beginning of this whole thing, it's like you were with someone, they either broke up with you, they yeah. either moved in with you, or they went home to mom and dad because they they're- They want to be near you. <laughs> yeah, and they're still children. Like, I, I do yeah. think there's a divide and like, like it, I, I guess a different version of me would have gone to my parents' house when this all started. Sure. And I'll just say, I did go to New York where my family is. However, did not live with my parents at any time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so, but you, again, you didn't live with your parents at any time. You know, yeah. like there's there's another, you know, there. I, I think there's been, and I said this in the beginning of quarantine, where it's like, there, there are people that like grew up, forced growing up, and there are people that were like, uh-uh. You know, yeah. goodbye. I'll be on the next train out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, actually, I've been wondering about the Lower East Side. I've heard you can get a great deal on rent there right now. The, the, I right now I can show you the uh, on the camera the many empty apartments in yeah. my building. It, I feel it, like that's like where like the twenty eight year old woman fled. Like they were all living in the Lower East Side. <laughs> a lot of them were from California, and they all went back. I I I think you're right, and you know it. <laughs> New York is in this weird place. I was just in Portland, Oregon, where it's like, you know, the New York is dead story. The Portland, Oregon is a war zone. It's like, no, neither, all is, stu- true. neither is true. <laughs> and and it's like, it's funny because you'll go out on Broom Street. Broom Street is like Mardi Gras. And then you go to Delancey Street and it's a little bit shittier there. It's not, it's not as nice as it was a year ago. So like, yeah. it's this weird world of like, of 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 gray that doesn't live on the internet as you know there's only yeah, totally. i love and i hate so totally. i i but to this person's point to like to to all the assumptions we can make i think she has to ask herself these questions yeah like I what think, is he doing seriously what is he doing what is he doing <laughs> and i'm appreciative that they came to my show but also you know you came to the show were you in masks the whole time like again like if your covid energy isn't matching your partner's COVID energy or if your past COVID energy isn't matching the current COVID. Like I can understand where he's like all of the things he did. Like I can understand to give him, let him off the hook. I've been told my girlfriend, we're going out to dinner on Tuesday and then she'll be like, what's the plan? I'll be like dinner. And, <laughs> like, and I can understand. Where, and then she'll go, well, where's the plan? What did you do? Like, you're making this night feel not special. And she's right, I'm wrong in that scenario. Right. In 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 the road trip scenario, I could see where he's like, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, road trip. And then there is no thought put into the planning ahead that has to be done with these new times. Right. right. So that's, I, yeah, that's what's hard about COVID. Everything is like, got a plan for. The other thing about COVID though is like, everyone has different levels of, of comfort. Sure. And like, yeah. you got to get on the same page. I went on one random date and the guy had like taken the subway and this was like in June. I was mm. like, what are you talking about? You took the subway? <laughs> it's like, no, that's not a thing we're doing yet. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, 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 and listen, like, I think that those COVID energies yeah. are a part of the dating process. Like yeah, of you probably, you probably walked away from that date going, we're probably not a match. Yeah, we weren't. So, it, <laughs> but that's part of the resume of dating. I, I think she's has a, of course she has a right. She asks if she has a right to be mad. You always have a right to be mad. There's no, I can't tell you how to feel. We can't tell you. I can say the assumptions that Juliet, you brought up are important for her to ask herself. Yeah. I, I think like this is emblematic. And as with a lot of COVID stuff, it is the highlighter of the bad in life and in dating and in relationships that should be spoken about. Yeah, of course. Got to get it out there. I feel like COVID is a time to have feelings, you know, just like anything goes in COVID. I'm with you. We are sponsored people, Bubs Naturals. What do bell bottoms, BMX bikes, and beanie babies have in common? They got big, and then for the most part, they went away because that's what fads do. They come and go. Fads are fun, but when it comes to nutrition, you need facts, not fads. Fact. Collagen is the single most abundant protein in your body. It holds everything together from bones, muscles, and tendons to hair, skin, nails, and even your GI tract. But once you hit your mid-20s, collagen production slows. Signs of aging, lines and wrinkles, decreased mobility, and slower recovery all stem from less collagen in the body. You probably aren't getting nearly as much collagen as your body needs to replenish. So if you want to slow down the aging process, Bub's Natural is the way to go. Listen, I'm using Bub's Naturals. I love it. I put it in my coffee every morning. 
it tastes pretty good. It's it's not like a I don't think it really has a taste to it, but it, it makes my coffee a little bit more silky smooth. But also, it feels good to be replenishing the collagen in my body. Collagen has been showed to promote vitality, improve recovery, and facilitate faster healing. Your joints will thank you too. Collagen contains glycine, which boosts your ability to bend and flex pain-free. Bubs is also 100% sustainably sourced, grass-fed, pasture-raised peptides, Whole30 approved, NSF certified for sport, keto and paleo-friendly and GMO-free. No flavors, fillers, or impurities, nothing more or less than the best collagen out there. Bubs was founded in honor of a fallen hero, Glenn Bub Doherty, who was killed in action in Benghazi, Libya. And in his honor, 10% of every Bub's natural sales goes to charity. So you'll feel great while doing good. Get 20, 20, 20, 20% off your first order when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at bubsnaturals.com. That's 20% off with promo code JTRAIN at bubsnaturals.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Is that okay with you, Julia? Let's hit it. Okay, cool. At go, go, go. Bachelor Party Podcast, Ringer Dish. Go follow, get involved. We'll do another screenshot one. Okay. Is that Love okay? A screenshot. Yes. I, I sent it to you before. Okay. I'm pulling um, it up. Pull it up. It's called Am I the Exception of Sleeping with My Ex? Mm. Okay. Dear Jared, I love all your content. Also, I really respect your outlook on dating, so I am very much looking forward to hearing your opinion on my situation. Let's see it. I met my boyfriend on Hinge back in May. At the time, I was living in my parents' house due to the pandemic, and I had no social life. He had many friends in the area, so I leaned on him quite a bit. Our relationship was plagued with with the we're at different stages syndrome. I constantly wanted things to move quicker than him. This caused many stressful conversations, but we both really liked each other as people and had a ton of fun together. Not without effort in our four in four months, I ended up meeting his whole family, all his friends and built a real emotional connection. I was his first girlfriend who has done all of this. Fast forward. I moved to the city and now live with two of my best friends and have a completely renewed social life. About two weeks after my move, I broke up with him because it felt like he was not on my side pushing me away and I wanted something that felt more cohesive. Then I had the post-breakup regret, asking it to take it back. He said it was the right thing to do and really wanted, and he really wanted for, and he really wasn't ready for a relationship. I'm sorry. He said it was the right thing to do and he wasn't ready for a relationship. So now, We have been spending some time together. He'll come over. We'll hang out, goof around, have sex, cuddle, get breakfast, call each other babe, and it feels so normal. (laughs) I can tell he really misses the connection we built. I also feel like feel all the stress from the relationship disappeared. I think a lot of our issues came from the fact that we were constantly moving at uh, at my pace. Do you think if we were to continue hanging out while me being more independent that there's any chance we could have a different relationship? I don't want to put all my eggs in this basket. So for now, I plan on going out with the possibility of meeting people, but also I don't want to throw him away. So she sent an update. Um... And it's just a text between them two um, that happened. And it, I guess this is to give us a taste of what this, what's going on in this relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's she, read it. Sure. Okay. I'll be him. You be her. Late. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Late more, tie? Oh, okay. sorry. Uh, yeah, Start you over. Go, you go first. You're right. It starts there. Late tie? I have too much to do. And then <laughs> four or five hours later, four hours later, just wanted to say thank you for having me and I'm thinking of you and I know what you want in the end and even if it's not what I want I want you to know I'm laying here thinking of you this, this man is trouble I would say stay away Oy, <laughs> brutal <laughs> I, I I that was a text that was like it's a read between the lines text that tells you exactly where he is and what he wants this to be. Yeah. Does that make is, sense? He doesn't want it to be anything more. Like he, no. like he's, he's not looking for a relationship and um, I would say just end this, break this off now. It's not going to go well for, for you. Otherwise I'm worried about you and I don't want you to get hurt. So you should end it now. I, I know. And she's going to get hurt because the things she would have to do are very difficult. 
And there is, there's a way out of this, but it's, uh, it is a maze of, that's not human. Like I, I, she's human emotion. It's easy for us to look at this and go, ain't going to happen with this dude. Okay. Because what he's saying, just want to say, thank you for having me. I'm thinking of you. And I know that what you want in the end, and even it's not what I want. He just said, I don't want to be in a relationship with you beyond the one I'm doing now. I want to be thinking of you, not in my bed, while you're in your bed, and we can wake up and have our own lives. That's what I want. That's what he's saying in that text. But what she asks is, I plan on going on with the... um, do you think if we were to continue hanging out while being more independent that there's any chance we could have a different relationship? She's basically saying, if I live below my standards, will I get to the standards I want? Right. And the, an- the answer to that is no. No. So- there's just like, so. I think one thing that sucks about dating is that so many of like the cliches and so many of the things that your friends tell you when you're really upset about a guy are actually true. Like mm. often they're saying them to be nice, but it is kind of true. Like if a guy wants to hang out with you and wants to date you, he will. And so it, and it's really hard and to trick someone into it. Not impossible. Definitely can, can make that work, but it takes a lot of time and usually a lot of hurdles. And I just don't know if it's worth the time with this guy because he's, he seems a little Sh- manipulative to me. Yeah, and he's never going to be honest. The the manipulation is the problem because she did exactly what you have to do to get out of casual zone. She said, let's do Thai late at night. That is a boyfriend-girlfriend thing. That is a a non... That is a verbal contract that you're signing, and he said (laughs) no to the verbal contract. Yeah. If you you try to engineer hanging out at one of your places like after the hour of 9 p.m. and it's a no then that's a wrap on the whole thing you just got to move on well that's that's the thing she has to if you want to come back to someone that you couldn't figure it out with I'm fine with that I'm not going to tell someone that they're stupid for doing that if if you're enjoying the physical relationship and what she said is true if she likes what they have go for it yeah and what she's saying she goes I can tell that he he he'll come out goof around I, I I also uh, I I can tell he really misses the connection we built. He misses the the easy hangout. He misses of everyone. I've said this when I was when I was single. If you're in a relationship, I envy you on a Sunday morning and I pity you on a Saturday night. That is a <laughs> very big vibe for a lot of these guys. Where it's like he wants to be out, able to be out on a Saturday night, but he wants to be able to have you when he's at his loneliness. And listen. You're doing that right now, but when you say late tie and he says, all he says is, I have too much to do, that is him saying, uh-uh, now, now, that is too much for me. That's Don't my push line. It. Yeah. Don't push it. So you have to, this person, if you want, just because you have done doesn't mean you will do. Yeah. So just because you went over and did the late nights and had fun, that's okay. I'm not, I'm thinking- Good for you. Get yours. If, you, if yeah. that made you feel better, good for you. But no, you asked for late tie. Every time he doesn't do that, that's him going, I do not want to be in this new version of the relationship. Yeah. And at some point, you have to stop doing the stuff you don't want to do to get the stuff you do want to do. Yeah, totally. And also, just to reiterate what you said, if she's enjoying this this casual relationship keep doing it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it at all. Like it's, it sounds pretty great, especially for COVID, but if you want something more then it's not going to happen, probably should just hit the eject button. Just be honest about what it is with yourself. And also she's asking the question that she wants the answer to. And we're giving her the answer. He is saying what this is. So if you think repeating this process of going over and hanging out and having the, the fun time that you both feel good about it, it's it's going to feel good. It's going to be like junk food. It's going to feel good, but it won't fill you up. And I, I think you know that. Keep going with it as long as you know it. Like, But if you think this is the way to get him to your side of things, it's not going to work I, out. It, it's not going to work out. J- it's Trey, a very, pot. very difficult proposition. It's it's tough. Again, you have to erase the human emotional element, but it's uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Juliet Lippman, this was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, it was great. And I just I love when people care about my opinion. So this was really fun for me as well. 
That's what it's all about. We're talking out <laughs> of our ass, and nobody's an expert here. But we're saying, you know, I think the the important part of this podcast is that we're like, we have no connection to these people, you know? So yeah, we have no reason. Honest, honest opinion. <laughs> yeah. So everyone go listen to Juliet's podcast, Batch Party, Ringer Dish. Go, go, go. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday. We will be back next episode. Boom.